It's time to make an appointment. Scalpel. It'll be good for your health. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Oh, sorry. The doctor's insane. How about a free examination? And ready to take your medicine. If you think that's bad, when you get my bill? I hope you have protection. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. It's a good thing I make house calls. Rated R. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a mayonnaise podcast. We talk about all different types of mayonnaise, from Hellman's to Miracle Whip and everything in between. Just mayo. Just mayo. not mayo. Veganaise? Yeah. Veganaise. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the, to the mayo cast. What's up? No, but seriously, we are definitely First Blood. We're a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, sometimes today, but not very often. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good, except I am very hot, and I can't wait to turn the air conditioning back on after we're done the podcast. Me too. It's, It's, I think, the first gross day. It's not sunny at all, but it is extremely humid and oppressive. I don't like it. No, thank you. No, thank you. You hear that, global warming? Pack <laughs> it that. in. Nobody so, wants it. Other that. than mayonnaise, I don't. we don't have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. right off the top. We did watch, I think it's from 2017, mm-hmm. Deep Murder. Yes, so this is a comedy slasher, I suppose you could say. Yeah, I would, I would Certainly say a comedy. it's a slasher. Certainly a slasher. Where it's like yes. a softcore pornography, mm-hmm. but you're in the world of the softcore pornography as all of these characters start gaining sentience and self-realization. And boy, do they. It was, I don't know, it's always nice when you laugh out loud in a movie, yeah. which I feel like happens never nowadays. Like, you think about like, oh, that was <laughs> funny, and you laugh about it, like, in your head, write about it in your diary. But this one was actually funny. Like, I laughed out loud. I'm Dr. Bunny Van Clett. Yeah. Weather scientist. We can't go outside. There's a big storm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I can't. It's very good. I really so liked good. it. So good. Acting, amazing, very earnest. <laughs> Had some good death scenes. Mm-hmm. I liked mm-hmm. it. I thought it was fun. It reminded me a lot. Um, I would say it's like a similar sort of vein, but I think it was much better. Um, like, Dude Bro Party Massacre. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where it's just like, where it's a full aesthetic. We're crazily self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. But it's no Dr. Giggles, that's for sure, which is what we're talking about today. Yeah, 1992's Dr. Giggles. There are a lot of production companies involved in this. Universal Pictures, Intermedia, which has a crazy... The wave one, right? Vanity card, and it was like, whoosh. Right. If you hear panting, it's because we have a, a dog sitting over our shoulder. Literally like a parrot. Who demands attention be paid. Sorry, yeah. just one second. And we're back. Mm-hmm. And dog free for now, I hope. Yep. Um, so Dr. Giggles directed, or you were still talking about the production companies? Who Tell me more about those. Fuck. I do. I don't even remember. Largo big, Entertainment. Big wave. JVC. I can't even read this one. <laughs> and Dark Horse, which sounds familiar to me. It's a comic book company. Uh, this is like okay. a, a Dark Horse production. Is it based on a comic book? No. That makes not. sense. Is directed by Manny Cotto, mm-hmm. written by Graham Whiffler, 
and Manny Cotto. Uh, stars Larry Drake as Dr. Giggles, and he is a multi-Emmy Award winner for L.A. Law. And he's I in like, just he a lot of that stuff. Else, like, he was in yeah. Dark Man and yada yada. Uh, Holly Marie Combs as Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She's most famous for Charmed. She's Piper in Charmed. Uh, Glenn Quinn as Max. He was Doyle on Angel, and he was on Roseanne. Mm. Cliff Young as Jennifer's dad. He's in a literal crap ton of stuff like he was in the hunger uh he works fx he was the dad in a craft michelle johnson as tamara she was in waxwork uh zoe trilling as normie mm-hmm. she was in amityville 4 night of the demons 2 um yeah nice indeed so our title screen well i guess it like opens with extremely word art yeah the title screen is this like EEG that slowly spells out the name of the movie that you know that you're going to watch. Why mm. even make why even do this? <laughs> Draw it out so long. And then there's these like 3D blood cells floating through the artery. I hate this representation of blood in movies. Cause you know, when you cut yourself, just a bunch of like loose cells just fly out of you. It honestly was probably disgustingly expensive. I, I don't have a number or anything, but it must have been a huge part of their budget to do that 3D huge, animation. Completely useless waste <laughs> of time. Then we see that these platelets are going to a heart, and then it gets sliced open, and sure enough, there's Dr. Giggles cutting this guy's heart open like talks to his theater of fellow mental patients. Yeah, the guy he's cutting into is fully clothed in like regular street clothes. Like suit. Yeah. And that's how you know it's not good. Then he starts the old bone saw and cuts mm-hmm. into the guy. We get some exposition by these other doctors yep. in the hospital about how he's a schizophrenic with an IQ somewhere in the stratosphere. Whoa. What is it, Doc? It's patient 193. Oh, shit. That's Dr. Giggles. Who? Oh, it's his nickname. Nobody knows his real ID. Highly delusional. Acute schizophrenic with an IQ somewhere in the stratosphere. We're talking prodigy. He thinks he's a doctor. You don't need an IQ to be in the stratosphere to uh, slice and dice a whole bunch of people. No, I think it's these like delusions of Dr. Granger that he I guess, has here. I guess. And, okay, funnily enough, and yeah. I just had to double reference this. Uh-huh. So he takes this guy's arms and he uses them to trick the, the nurse. Yes. And uh, it's very Jurassic Park, but this was before Jurassic Park. What happens in Jurassic Park? When Laura Dern gets the, the guy's arm on her shoulder, and she's like, oh, oh and then she thank like God, it's just it off. you. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just a full arm. That's true. That's funny. Oh, Laura Dern. <laughs> then he, like, jiggles them around, mm-hmm. and uh, she turns on her little speaker and <laughs> screams, and it's not her scream. It is the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, it is. The Reflects female Wilhelm the scream. entire mental hospital <laughs> that also has a surge of... A lot of inconsistencies with that. I'm stuff fine in this with movie. it. I am pretty, pretty sure that this is a surgical theater from Doctor Doolittle. It very well Eddie could Murphy, be. Where he this talks was filmed in tiger. Oregon. Oh, uh, I don't. I'm know. not sure. I um, I am not up on my Doctor Doolittle <laughs> IMDb credits as much as I should be. So Ben giggles, kills some guy who's leaving, and mm-hmm. he steals his access card, and he's 
out of there and headed back to Moorhigh, his old hometown, the old stomping grounds. You know, Moorhigh, a normal name that we've all heard before (laughs) for a town. Um, and in more high, there's no more high school oh, shit. because it's being let out for summer. It's a, a big summer bash. That so says the banner, which I don't know about you. Whenever my school let out for the summer, there'd be a big banner that said summer bash, games, parties, fun. Well, Mitch, it's not like they could send out a Snapchat invite or uh, gorble that normal trend. Yeah, uh, updude it. <laughs> all that stuff perfect and we get to meet jennifer and max and uh-huh. he tells her that he's very excited because he got a job playing at his music at some place they're gonna have sex in the summer yeah summer sex they start making out and that's when the rest of the crew shows up mm-hmm. to solidify their group plans to meet up at breeders hill that evening Ugh. um there's a whole cast of characters not one, but two promiscuous girls, mm-hmm. Normie and Corrine. Uh, there's a set of two couples, Stu and Diane and Lee and Trotter. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are largely inconsequential. Oh, completely inconsequential. <laughs> uh, I think I've talked about this before on a podcast, but like how the generational difference in writers is what creates that tone. And like this 90s early 90s tone i what is that coming from children of like the 70s you must be probably like oh my gosh yeah ever since the collapse of the central authority there's no fucking like do 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 <laughs> like so bitter and jaded already cut to jennifer getting her heart checked and she has to get a heart monitor yep so she's supposed to avoid strenuous activity she can't drink alcohol so essentially her heart condition is pigeonholing her to be a final girl. Yeah, she can't have coffee or tea either. Jennifer, don't forget that a mitral valve prolapse is not that serious. Even if we have to operate, we do them all the time. I'll try to remember that. It's more important that you remember to avoid strenuous activity. No coffee, no tea, and especially no alcohol. It's all in here. And I'll show you how to put the monitor on. I'll see you next week. Uh, the heart monitor looks like classic generation iPod. A little bit. Also, and it's kind of funny because she's like, look how clunky this thing. Oh, it's clunky old heart monitor. And nowadays, everyone's got one. It's called my phone. <laughs> Giggles returns to his childhood home that is still very, ra- like, it's unransacked. Like well, the basement still has everything in there. Yeah, it's just been boarded up. Everything else in the house is fully covered in graffiti. The basement, yeah, ripped untouched. apart. Basement completely fine. There's still books on the staircase and stuff, but whatever. <laughs> he Basements are scary. Breaks through the wall to his father's secret hospital wing beneath on, the house. Under the house, yeah, I guess where he used to see patients. It looks exactly like a normal doctor's office. Yep. And it's just as Jennifer's walking by outside. Mm-hmm. And she gets scared by the star of the movie, Erica. Yes. The poodle. Yeah. And uh, her owner, Mrs. What's-Her-Face. Notices Jennifer's heart mm-hmm. monitor thing. And is like, well, that's a weird-looking radio. Jennifer's just like, I don't have time to tell you what it is. <laughs> Why would you fucking... Nosy. Nosy. I guess that's her character, though. Nosy neighbor. Yeah. Accompanied by Erica. And when Jennifer gets home, we get to meet her stepmom, Tamara. 
and her cool dad who's on a computer and her mom is very young or stepmom is very young yeah like they look more like sisters for sure um holly marie combs was 18 when they filmed this movie Mm -hmm. and i think uh, michelle was 27 ish i don't know man this is weird (laughs) that i that trope of like yeah, my wife died. It's very sad, but I remarried quickly into a much younger woman. Is always like, what, dude? Well, that's inconsistent too because when they're talking later, the dad and Tamara are like, "Your wife just died," but then when yeah. Jennifer's talking to Max at the carnival, she says that it was when she was a little girl that her mom died. It's strange, but I guess time is different for them right like if it was five years ago when it was like she's 12 or then she would have just been a little girl yeah that's true though i didn't get the the vibe that they were finished high school i got that they were done for the summer so i could assume they're like 16 yeah that makes sense because they weren't like oh i'm gonna go to dartmouth next yeah no no no. which they normally throw in if it's college students for friggin sure um there's like a, a flashback to dr giggles's father oh yes dr rendell mm-hmm. uh when he gets home and he comes in and he sees giggles operating on his stuffed animals daddy daddy i want to be a doctor just like you you will someday i promise daddy i want to be a doctor just like you when and, i grow up and you will be son and then it pans over and all of his stuffed animals have incisions that have been sloppily stitched up to where the stuffing's still coming out. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, take some pride in your fucking kid and be like, you need to work on those stitches. You want to play with a bear that's puking True. He was only seven, though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you gotta start him young. The couples arrive at uh, Casa Giggles, mm-hmm. and they give the Freddy Krueger-style nursery rhyme. Town's got a doctor and his name is Randall. Stay away from his house cause he's the doctor from hell. He chopped up his patients, every last one, and he cut out their hearts purely for fun. And explain that they like dragged Dr. Rendell into the streets. They, they killed him. him. They stoned him to death. Stu thinks his son is still there because the there's a big mystery where nobody knows what happened to Dr. Rendell's son. Where did his son go? So they start tapping on the walls for hidden passageways. Um, the walls are like less than a foot thick. Like they're tapping on interior This is walls. a prop house. <laughs> I was going to say. This was built in a park yeah, for this movie. That makes sense. It's not a, a real thing at all. Um, the couple split up. Mm-hmm. Lee and Trotter go into this dark room. Again, every square inch of this house is covered in graffiti. And Lee does not want to be in there. Mm-mm. She's really pissed. She wants to friggin' leave. Because who wants to tap on walls looking like, what are they going to do? Smash into them? Oh, we did it. We found him. And then Stu traps them in the room. He uses a pickaxe to, like, wedge the door shut. And which... he and Diane run off. Fuck you. Rude. So rude. Fuck you, dude. Really makes me angry. Trotter tries to break the door down mm-hmm. in order to appease Lee and her sexy desires, her feminine wiles. She uses to get him to to do it. Well, I love that because she's like, "Did you lock yourself in here thinking you're gonna get to fuck me? Well, guess what? You're not unless you get me out of here, and then <laughs> you can fuck me." So it's a win-win, really. It really is. <laughs> um, 
Giggles gets his best suit on, yeah. and then he starts coming for them. Thank God no one looted this part of the house, like you were saying. Like, his dad's suit, which fits perfectly. Uh, and then by the time Giggles gets to them, it's, like, dark. So they've been trapped in there for a while, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, Trotter pranks Lee by pretending to get, like, stabbed. Yeah. And then the Giggs sticks a syringe through the lock hole mm-hmm. and injects him with some sort of green goo. That makes him puke up all of his insides. And then he dies. And then oh, no. Giggles comes in and he kills Lee. Lee starts screaming while dying, and that's when the neighbor, Erica's mom, over here. Paula Poundstone. Is it Paula Poundstone? No. She looks exactly, but she looks exactly like, like Paula Poundstone. I mean, it down to the hair. She's got an embroidered, oversized, like, collared shirt. Oh, so good. So good. So naturally, the thing that you do when you hear blood-curling screams in the night, you leash up your pood, and you go over there to check it out for yourself. Yeah, she threatens to call the police, Mm -hmm. but then she hears giggling coming from inside, and she goes to take a closer look, and that's when Giggles' eye appears in the hole that is coincidentally in the wall, and then she runs away. Full speed. You gotta get going. Dr. Giggles is pretty much like a necessary pseudonym because Evan is really not, doesn't strike fear into your heart. It's Evan. (laughs) We need to talk about Evan. Yeah, you're right. Up at Breeders Hill, mm-hmm. the teens are smooching. They get up to debauchery. They are. They have very expensive cars. They All do. of the cars are like future classics that are well polished. They are drinking while parking. This yeah. seems like the worst bullshit ever. <laughs> Max pulls out his booze, mm-hmm. but Jennifer doesn't want to drink because she doesn't want to die yeah which he gets really pissy about but she also hasn't told him yet that she even has a heart monitor why do we have to drink to have fun i mean yeah but like it yeah what i mean you're not wrong but but why are you even bothering to say it this little lover's tiff that they Mm -hmm. have really gets kareen and normie excited yes Um, i have written as succubus and succubus's (laughs) assistant because these two earlier, when they were at the high school, they were twins who twin were twin peaks who dressed identically, oh, go t- twin boys, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go get them." Did you have twins in your high school? And if so, did they dress the same? They did not dress the same, but apparently, we recently went through our old yearbooks, mm-hmm. and I had a lot more twins than I remembered. I can only remember one set of twins in my high school. Late ladies. Most of them were fraternal. And well yeah, I can remember fraternal sets, but like the the identical twins did not look identical by I think choice. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's a very unusual thing to do. But I don't know. Who who am I to judge these fictional teen twins, these tweens? Well I think twin they're queens. I think their actors are probably actually twins in real life. I, but they wouldn't have chosen to dress like that, is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so um, um, the, the party's there. She doesn't want to drink. Yeah, and the, then the cops, cops show up. Yeah. They drive the kids out with their old-timey music. Party's we over. Wrights and Magruder. Yeah, Magruder. The two what? cops that we'll get to know more, kind of, throughout the rest of the movie. What a fucking name. Magruder. <laughs> it's me, Detective Magruder. Magruder. Erica's mom 
uh, was like getting ready for bed yep. when she had to let Erica in. Because Erica can't understand the doggy door. And it shows that she has a red pill, but when she comes back in, it's like a turquoise pill. Yeah. I mean, change blindness maybe, but that's a pretty dramatic choice. I like, think I, I think notice. I would be like, hmm. Normally my antidepressant is white. Yeah. And this is fuchsia. I told Morpheus that I wanted to see how deep the rabbit hole goes, but I just woke up in my bed the next day. So she starts reading about Elvis sightings yep. when her death pill kicks in. And she, she falls to the ground. Uh, ah! I don't even know what kind of shit would do this to you. Just make you go... <laughs> like that, but whatever it is she does. Yeah, it. Giggles shows up. Uh, and Erica takes off because she's a good girl. I feel like I really need to specify Erica takes off. We do not see Erica for the rest of the movie. So you can presume that she's living her best life in these woods. Yeah, she's in the, in the crevasse. Yeah. No more fucking stupid poodle haircuts. <laughs> she is wild and she is free. And, uh, Giggles kills Erica's mom with a nose spike light? It's like, yeah, one of Flashlight? those, one of those... Flashlight microscopes they look in your ear with. Yeah. Like he jams it all the way into her brain. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, Mr. Magruder and Monsieur mm-hmm. Wrights get to the Giggle Estate and they give some more backstory about how Rendell's wife needed a heart transplant. Yeah. So this guy was a doctor? Yeah, Evan Rendell, he's a town doctor. He off seven of his patients. Cut out their hearts while they were still alive. Shit. <laughs> what would make a guy crack like that? Uh, his wife took sick. Heart problems. He was trying to save her. Somewhere along the line, old doc just up and threw a piston. The sicker she got, the crazier he got. One day, folks just started disappearing. Seems he was trying to find his wife a new ticker. Well, who knows, if I hadn't killed him, maybe he'd have pulled off the world's first heart transplant. Ahead of his time, but out of his mind. And they talk more about how it's this big mystery, how Giggles got out of the house back in the day. A lot of exposition, although my favorite line in the entire movie is dropped. He was ahead of his time and out of his mind. <laughs> so oh, nice. Boy. You can, I bet they were fucking high-fiving each other when they came up with that one. Oh, certainly. <laughs> and after like every kill, Giggles has a little line. It's like, he's really he's yucking it up more than Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Don't take two and call me in, in the, the morning. morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the carnival, Jennifer and Max are on the like Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel. Yeah. Can't believe I almost forgot what that was called. Yeah, and fine. she finally tells him about her heart monitor mm-hmm. and how she might need surgery, and about how her mom went in for a routine operation operation. and she never saw her again and now she has nightmares she had them and they're coming back she really beats herself up about the whole she's very hard on herself she's very hard on herself i felt really bad for her because she's like this is all my fault and i'm selfish for being obsessed with myself oh so she decides to just bail on their date and go home yep and uh things don't get any better for her because when she gets home she can hear Tamara and dad plowing down. Yep. And uh, then Dr. Giggles shows up outside. 
he watches her for a bit from the window, very exorcist style. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Stu and Diane get home across the street, and they catch his attention instead. And he's like, oh, well, th- they're alive. I'll kill them instead. They sneak past Stu's younger brother. I guess. Um, playing video games to go make out. And he's, he's playing Dr. Mario. He pulls out this lingerie that yeah. he stole from his mom's it, suitcase. Hey. This Oedipal thing comes up a couple of times. It's really movie. fucked up. Hey, can you wear my mom's lingerie so I can get a huge, big it's fucking dick boner? It's from... Uh, a Victoria's Secret, he says later. Yeah, he's like, I've been waiting my whole life this, ever since I saw the Victoria's Secret catalog. But since he wants her to wear something, she wants him to wear a condom. Because they were just giving him out in gym class. Ugh, I must have skipped. And he's like, he's like, where did you get that? Like, it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Although, safe sex is a undercurrent in this movie because when she is at the doctor's office at first, there's a big sign that says, Eight. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 So he goes into the bathroom to put this condom on. Yep. And he drops it in the toilet. Like um, a fucking... First, isn't it completely unraveled when he drops it in the toilet? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? And he uses it... Like, he uses his own toothbrush to fish it out of the toilet. And he uses the bristle end. He's not the smartest drawer filled with knives. Absolutely not. Yeah. Diane goes to check the thermostat or something. She, like, first she, like, takes down pictures of his, like, past girlfriend. And then she's like, You're, it's taking him forever. I guess it's, like, a reverse of, like, girls take forever to get ready in the bathroom. When oh, probably. I didn't even think about perfume that. perfume on the underside of their breasts or whatever it is they do. <laughs> And then Giggles creeps up on her, and mm-hmm. he kills her with a spiked thermometer, which was inventive. Under the tongue. Ouch. Through the back of the head. Ouch. Um, Ouch. By the time Stu finally gets the condom out, it also has holes poked into it, so he just <laughs> says, fuck it, puts his hat on backwards, and goes to bone down. Yep. Except somehow he doesn't notice that it's like a giant man. Fat man. In his twin bed. He like... Underneath the covers. Crawls under the covers. Like, wouldn't you be like, hey, babe, and then be, expect her to be like, oh, it took you so long. But no, just go straight for this immobile mass. Yep. Yep. And then uh, he kills him with a scalpel. I think he cuts his dick off. Yeah. I yeah. remember he had a lot of blood. In the crotch. Yeah. And uh, then he leaves, but not without stopping to diagnose the video game playing brother mm-hmm. as Terminal. Because he's playing video games. Yeah, he doesn't even notice any of this. Oh, well, he's going to get an upgraded bedroom soon enough. (laughs) Jennifer drinks wine. She flips through pictures of her parents' wedding and Mm -hmm. their lives and shit. And then she sees her prom photo with Max and decides to go make amends. Oh, so So sad. She leaves out the front door. Mm Mm-hmm. Just as Giggles comes through the back door. And because this, apparently nobody fucking locks their doors in this town. Right? There's this great like lateral tracking shot. We follow her out, and then it goes back to that door, and we see him come in. Really nice. And her dad hears the door downstairs. So they finish their fucking. And Tamara is just like really rude about the whole Jennifer thing. Well, why can't she get over her mom? Why, it's been forever. Why are you going to check in on her? Yeah. Ugh. Your oh, only yeah. daughter in connection to your deceased Forgot wife. Forgot to mention that when she got home earlier, she throws her heart monitor in with her fish. Which is... Rude. Rude to the fish. 
rude to her doctor if she was borrowing that like what if it's not hers to do and if it is hers rude to her dad because this is america and that thing probably made him remortgage his house for it (laughs) and he goes to check on her and he Mm -hmm. finds her heart monitor in the fish tank and then he finds the wine which Mm -hmm. is another thing she shouldn't be doing so he's starting to get worried he decides to go look for her and then he leaves Tamara alone to eat her entire thing of ice cream that she throws in a giant mixing it bowl. It was so gross. Giant mixing bowl, glass mixing bowl, and the way that it comes out of the tub, it's partially liquid. Even though she took it directly from the freezer. So, I don't know. It just looks like that scary stuff that we see <laughs> when we watch uh, feeds of American television. Their commercials where it's like, the delicious taste you know and love beautiful creamy taste and they never say technically that it's ice cream they mm. just say a wonderful frozen dessert <laughs> that's what it looked like to me i feel like that's more canadian like i think they can they have more agency to call something ice cream in you know the that's States, probably true whereas you can't call it ice cream here unless it meets standards of being an ice cream it has to be a frozen dessert yeah i think you're right i'm sure ah debate so uh, Normie and Kareen seduce mm-hmm. Max to come with them to the bash in the main building, which is in the music room we see later. Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm guessing it's like part of their high school, which is left unlocked. Yeah. Jennifer stares at herself while eating ice cream and, uh, she throws it against the mirror when she notices the doctor's bag on the bed behind her. <gasps> so she starts like wiping the ice cream that mm-hmm. she threw off and it, she's just smearing it around. But then when she turns back around, her mirror is completely clean. She's just that good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Giggles straps her to the chair, and he sticks a pump down her throat and sucks her guts out. Yeah, sucks all the ice cream out first, and then turns on the blender function, (laughs) which sucks all the blood out. I know, I know. Ah. It sucks. At the bash, TM. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Max teaches Corrine how to fillet a saxophone in a very unsexy scene. Oh, God, watching her shove the whole reed into her <laughs> That's mouth. That's truly gross. I know we've both briefly played saxophones yeah. in school. That is just weird. I just can't pull it like that. Why not? Oh, you gotta use the right embouchure. What's that? It's the way you place your uh, lips. I've never had a problem with my lips before. Maybe you better show me what I'm doing wrong. Embouchée. Which means your mouth. In French, I think. I think you're right. Uh, and then, uh, um, like, Normie watches the whole thing. And another weird situation that happens is her hair changes many times. Like, she has, like, two or three hairstyles between different scenes it shows her in. Gotta keep the boys interested. Um, but anyway, this whole flating a saxophone thing really works for Max, and he starts making out with Kareen. And then Normie immediately just, like, picks up a jacket and, like, just leaves. Just is like, okay, my job here as the henchman is done. <laughs> I did it. Giggles finds Jennifer's heart monitor mm-hmm. in her bedroom. And a pamphlet that says, how to live with heart problems or something like that. And uh, he's like, just like Mama. Yeah, immediately identifies with her plight. And then it flashes back to when his mom died. (laughs) His dad just laughed and laughed. So he laughed and laughed and laughed. And that's Dr. Giggles was born. (laughs) 
I'll carry out your work after you're dead or whatever. So cute. Uh, yeah. That's, he really, really looks up to his dad. Like, you know, it's, like it's nice to see a fatherly relationship like that on film because it's not very often that um, you see such positive role models in the lives of children in horror movies. You really don't. You really do not. <laughs> so um, he sees Jennifer's photo. Then he tells his father's mm-hmm. spirit or energy, yep, or whatever that he wants to make him proud. He's gonna carry on the work. He's gonna cut this girl up. He's gonna give her a new heart. It's gonna be great. Uh, Jenna's back at the fair, which fucking this must be fucking exhausting. All this fucking running around. <laughs> Honestly, I'll this, I think this later. takes place on one street. I will detail this later. But anyways, so yeah. Uh, and uh, the sidekick Normie is sees like, her. oh. I know where Max is. Let me take you right to him. Because I guess they just live for the drama. I guess so, yeah. She just gives her life to make this girl sad. Also, Corrine, is that her name? Yes. Corey, she's wearing a a jean jacket with organza red sleeves. And a polka dot white and red dress. Like a Minnie Mouse dress. Yeah, it's quite the look. (laughs) So um, Jennifer goes and she sees Corrine and Max making out. At least now I know which one of us is really sick. Giggles spots her in the crowd. Somehow. And she spots her dad. Um, and then Max chases after her and Corrine after him. And they go into this hall of mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know, as I think most people do in this situation, because it's such a relaxing place, it just makes a lot of sense for Jennifer to go in there and like really collect her thoughts. Well, and the best part is you don't have to look into your own crying upset face the whole time that's true yeah this scene was very weird and like kaleidoscopic because you could very trippy because you can't really film inside a hall of mirrors no the editing is wild yeah it looks nothing like a hall of mirrors except well they have very close-up shots of their heads while they're walking through (laughs) i'm pretty sure we've talked about like fairs and carnivals Mm -hmm. before right yeah i never really went in of the Hall of Mirrors that I remember. I went into one once. I know you had that. Was that the only fair that came to town? Yeah, we had one each, usually August. There are a couple in my hometown, each in different locations. Like in the outskirts of town, there's a strawberry fest every year. Okay. For the strawberry harvest, which is similar to this. But the main one that I would go to was right along the waterfront of my hometown. And I never liked riding rides. I really only liked playing games because uh-huh. I was always terrified of the rides. I went on, I did do a Hall of Mirrors once and it sucked because it was just dumb. It's walking made more difficult. And then uh, I went on one of those uh, like 200 meter roller coasters that just goes up and down and around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We and had I that one for sure. hated that. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, no, I liked going on the the spooky rides and stuff, like the zipper and that like spaceship looking thing, the G Force one. Oh, where it would spin around really fast. Yeah, I think the only other one that I went on was the one where it go you go up really high and then it drops you. Okay. Yep. And only because I was in high school and it was with friends, and I would <laughs> never do it otherwise or again. It sucked. Just imagine falling for like. An extended amount of time. Uh-huh. And, and that's what it is. <laughs> Except you're strapped in. Ooh. Don't do it. Anyways. Yeah, so the, the whole Hall of Mirrors thing is really trippy. Corrine mm-hmm. uh, ends up running into a wall and she bumps her nose. Mm-hmm. And then 
Giggles finds her and kills her somehow. It's unclear how. Well, he's like, oh, do you need a bandage? And then when we see her next, she has a giant... Bandaid over her mouth and nose. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I wasn't sure. It's what, you know, one of those giant (laughs) band-aids for big boo-boos. Jennifer finds her body, and then Giggles finds her. Mm -hmm. She breaks through the glass, and a chase ensues. She eventually gets out of the emergency exit and runs directly into the ravine where she she falls. They go from being in the middle of the entire townsfolk to a disused but extremely well-lit ravine much 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 better place to go than i don't know back to the crowd yeah she hits her head and and falls unconscious sort of (laughs) half unconscious uh yeah giggles finds her and then she hits him with a rock and Mm -hmm. takes off running she goes to erica's mom's house before running to the cop like running into the cops literally um so they take her back to the station. Max is also there somehow. He also uh, met up. Yeah, and he's like backing up her story. Like, no, there's this doctor there who attacked us. But none of these police seem to believe them for some reason. The police chief? So they have found Corey's corpse. No, they didn't. Oh, they said okay. they found broken glass, but no body. Okay, okay. Then that... That makes sense because yeah. later she's okay. They think um, it's just a dumb drunk girl. Yeah, and and that's they drank too much. And then the thing that I really noticed about this scene the entire time, the chief of police is eating fried rice yeah. with chopsticks, <laughs> but he never gets any in his mouth because he can't use the chopsticks, and it's full. And it made me so fucking angry. <laughs> I was like, just fucking shovel in your face, you fat white fuck! Like, come on, man! Ah! Um, Max suggests that perhaps this killer is Dr. Rendell's Mm -hmm. missing son. And they tell him that he's an idiot and they decide to lock him up until his parents get there for some reason. Yep, you know, just forcible confinement. The only one that really believes them is Wrights, Mm -hmm. who insists that Magruder tell him all about the whole situation. So Magruder pulls out the old booze bottle he's mm-hmm. had for 35 years uh, in his locker. Which he refers to as Moon Glow, I believe. And uh, he starts telling them all about how in 1957, mm-hmm. after they found all of the bodies... And they had stoned the doctor to death. They moved set the bodies into the morgue, and he was left to watch them alone. Mm-hmm. And he heard uh, the giggling from down with the bodies. So yep. he went to go check. And that's when he saw Giggles cut his way out of his mother's body that he was stitched into. I love that they say he was stitched into it because you don't see any stitches. His dad was just that good of a doctor. I guess. Uh, and he, the son emerges covered in blood. He's laughing. The, the cop is like, oh. He passes out. And then when he came to, the kid was gone. The wife was sewn up. There was no blood anywhere. What? Um, back at Jennifer's, the police leave a message on the machine mm-hmm. about where Jennifer is, and Giggles listens in just as Mr. Campbell is getting home. He comes in and listens to the message, but there's another one right after it. Uh, hello, Mr. Campbell? This is Sheriff Harper at the Moore High Station on Westry. Please call me as soon as you get in concerning your daughter. She's safe here with us. She's not in any trouble. I'm at 555-9122, extensions free. Thanks. Hello, this is your new doctor, and I'm standing right behind you. Ah. Ah. And then Giggles hits him with a surgical saw. Ouch. But then Magruder gets there, and he finds Campbell on the ground, but 
as he's looking at the body. He goes, stabs him in the back of the neck. Yeah, I thought it was in like the the base of the skull. I thought so too. With, I don't know what, but it goes all the way in. Not something that would be lethal. I mean, I've seen reports of people get like 20 nail gun nails to the head and still walk out of it. Um, So They like recognize each other. And he's like, you owe me 35 years of sobriety or whatever. And manages to get a shot off and hits him in like the ribs. Right into the gut, which would, I mean, that kills you right there. Because yeah. there's poop in there. This like, is the second week in a row you've talked about that. <laughs> it's true, though. So it goes in there, and then you're all fucked up. Yeah, man. Because it gets everywhere, all up in, inside of your guts. It's not good. <laughs> Uh, it really hurts giggles, obviously, but he just, like, laughs. Yeah. Because we, we've learned that's how he deals with with pain. Just laugh to the tears. At the police station, Max talks to Wrights about what he knows yeah. and how he believes him. Uh, so they're going to chase some fairy tales. Yeah. Uh, and then Giggles self-operates on his gunshot wound. Um, and... Like, there's a big mirror over the operating yeah. table. He's in this gross, like, operating theater. And it's obvious he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he doesn't really know fully. He's not as good as he thinks he is. Yeah. Because he's like, whoopsie, as he's, like, pulling on organs and stuff. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> but he's fine. Wright ends up finding the file from the mental hospital that Giggles was in. Mm-hmm. And he was admitted as an orphan in 1959. So I guess that's why he was in one. Because for a while I was like, okay, but if they don't even know how he got out of the house, why was he in this? Yeah, I agree. I assume that they picked him up because it says he was extremely dangerous. So maybe yeah. he was like... Schizophrenic. I forget all of the things that it said that he, He's he a bad suffered dude. from. So um, Max sneaks out the window and giggles calls the station pretending to be jennifer's dad to mm-hmm. be like yo i'll be right there so jennifer is at the doctor's office having a heart reading done and she falls asleep and she has a dream that she flatlines and then the doctor is like oh we have to do surgery immediately <laughs> and it turns into dr giggles doing surgery and then she wakes up and screams but uh it's just her regular doctor and in fact he tells her that her heart waves are essentially normal yeah everything's fine but then giggles comes up and stabs the doctor in the shoulder i get a second opinion if i were you with scissors um the doctor is able to stab giggles in the leg and the two of them do battle with their medical instruments yeah giggles has a big uh reflex hammer which he uses to beat him up like comically oversized and then he wraps the blood pressure band thing Mm -hmm. around his neck which kills him uh creative but i think that's relatively ineffectual hey what are you gonna do he knocks jennifer out with some sort of uh and syringe yeah and he takes her away through the dramatically lit ravine <gasps> dun, dun, dun. right shows up at jennifer's house he finds her dad and magruder on the kitchen floor mm-hmm. but mr campbell's still alive somehow he's been holding on this whole time and he wakes up to tell rights that a doctor did it ah. and jennifer meanwhile is in another on at, another table at casa giggles strapped down chained down shackled up there is water dripping from the ceiling. She wakes up at the worst possible time. Yeah, this is not a sanitary. Oh, absolutely not. Either. 
uh, he like Giggles starts giving her an exam, and he diagnoses her heart as being broken. Oh. Wright shows up at the house, uh, and he starts investigating. Um, it focuses on a, like a barely there stare. Yeah. So you know that it's going to come back in some way. Classic MacGuffin. Which it does, because they're trying to escape the whole shebang falls down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a MacGuffin? No, it's a Chekhov's gun. Yes. That's what it is. Uh, uh, so there's this like bit where Giggles is trying to choose the heart that he's gonna put in Jennifer from a bucket of hearts. It's a big old bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's too big. This one's too small. Ah. This one's just white. <laughs> um, and then Wrights comes in and he finds that the the waiting room of this office is filled with the dead bodies. Thankfully, everyone is at the fair, so no one saw him carry these corpses throughout the street. Apparently not. Yeah. No, not even that kid's like younger brother. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Um, and also, it's this like whole underground, very nineties hospital, it's and it's huge. A, should have been untouched since nineteen fifty-seven. I guess I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so Dr. Giggles is like, okay, naturally the first thing that we have to do to replace your heart is, is to stop yes, it. Yes, we're going to electrocute you, stop your heart, then I'll take out your old line. No anesthesia, line. he says. It it will only just be, we're going to stop your heart. It'll take a sec. It'll be like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. So he hits her with the paddles, mm-hmm. which stops her heart. And uh, then Wrights comes in and Giggles throws a heart at him, which distracts him long enough to uh, short the lights again yeah. with this. Because the lights go off With when the he like, first does the electrocutor thing. And then, uh, so now he's gone. He disappeared in the darkness. Where is he? Uh, he yeah, like, Wrights goes checking through the back, and there's a very, very obvious fake hallway painting, oh, yes. like, where it's, like, scenic art. Yes. Where there's no way this tunnel existed. Um, but then he goes and gives Jennifer CPR, which is good. Which works super fast. For Jennifer. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. Giggs is doing what doctors do best, selecting a golf club. And they do this thing where it's like a full-on sword effect. Yeah. Like sound effect. Like, shing. Being unsheathed, this putter. Time to do what doctors do best. Like, ah. It was so It was really good. (laughs) Uh, so yes, Jennifer CPR'd back to life, which never happens. And but... for some dumb fucking reason, Wrights leaves her alone. Yeah, now this part I didn't catch, because somehow she becomes unchained throughout this whole process. Yeah, so she gets off the table, mm-hmm. and she like hobbles out, just as Max is also arriving mm-hmm. to, to help them out. Um, they find that like the front door that they'd come in was locked. Oh no! Don't explain how Max got in there. Um, and Giggles, like, point. stands up behind them, mm-hmm. and he hits Max with the club. He knocks, writes his gun out of his hand. And completely, like, all of the, the bullets, bullets fall fly out. out of the revolver all over the floor. Jennifer tries to load it, but she's totally useless at it. She gets, like, one shot off. And goes right into the, the waiting room art. Yeah, so Giggles takes the gun. Um, writes, runs off to distract him, which... Thankfully, gives Jennifer and Max time to escape, but not before those stairs collapse. Oh, no. This is not her night. 
Rice goes back to the lab and he knocks some stuff over, which makes a lot of noise yep. and ends up being super flammable. So he lights himself and the, the lab on fire. Yes. And then uh, they are like struggling with each other. Uh, Wright strangles Dr. Googles with, with the big the chain. chain, which there are a lot of chains just hanging down from the ceiling, which is a bad sign. But then Giggles just gets him with the bone saw in the back. Ugh, I was really pissed when he died. Yeah, to be I didn't think you. he needed to die. He really didn't. Uh, meanwhile, the teens are almost out of the stupid basement. Uh, and uh, Max is like pulling her up. He's gotten himself up. He's pulling her up. Very smart that they did it the right way. Yeah. Which very rarely happens in those situations exactly. where he went up first so he could carry her up. Although I will say something that I was personally frustrated with. There was like eight wooden chairs in this basement and they don't use a single no. one. To Why try would to get they? Goodness. Up. But anyways, just as she's about yeah. to get up, giggles, grabs emerges. her ankle. It's that classic movie. Rawr. Thing. And after a little back and forth, she kicks him in the head and then immediately shimmies up as though this were the easiest thing in the world the whole time. <laughs> and the two of them run and they get out just as the place explodes, yeah, cause which a... is visible from the carnival next door. And everyone's like, oh shit, what was that? <laughs> uh, and like, the, it explodes because of this like acetylene gas tanks that were in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Um, later at a real hospital, they like, it's a bunch of doctors mm-hmm. and they wheel Jennifer in. And they talk about how the stress was way too much for Jennifer's heart. So yep. her valve has collapsed or something. Apparently so. So they have to prep her for surgery. While they're doing that, uh, one of the attendings sees some blood under the door of the surgical theater. So she goes to investigate, only to find two of her peers viciously deblooded to death. And then she also gets murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start putting Jennifer under... Just as Dr. Giggles comes in and he's all burned up and the doctor, the surgeon is just like, well, who are you? What are you doing here? Well, I don't know that I trust this fellow with the burned face and the very funnily burnt clothes. Yeah. And he, it's just like charred the, around the, the edges yeah. of like, so like the edges of the bottom hem, the top hem, the sleeve. It's hem. like when you did a project and you like dipped it in tea and like burnt the edges. Cause yeah, you're like, you're oh, it's a treasure it's map. It's a treasure map, you know, pirates. They always have burned paper oh, edges. Oh God. Uh, and then he has like a big trunk, not his original bag. And it's filled with like surgical implements that are reminded me of like dead ringers, like big crazy knives on springs and stuff. And the surgeon just stands there watching him do this. What for some are reason. those things? And then he gets it in the face with one of these very things. Ha ha! Jennifer takes the anesthesia off, mm-hmm. and she's able to get up and run away into a closet, a storage room where she spots a defibrillator, and just as giggles breaks in mm-hmm. uh, she throws some stuff on the ground some like wetness yeah and, and then electrocutes him and there's big you know that he was electrocuted also because of all the giant lightning bolts flying around everywhere and shooting out and stuff jennifer it's time to take your medicine try some of your own medicine Some of your own medicine. Oh, and he falls very funnily and with quite the thud. It's like a death drop where he like one of his feet stays on the ground and the rest <laughs> of him goes back. And nice. then that foot goes. <laughs> it's really good. She starts to sneak past when he grabs her mm-hmm. and like gets up. And he's like, I don't feel very well. So she says, Take two. Call me in the morning. <laughs> 
her in the house. I made you go back and watch yeah, this. Yeah, I love this. There's a very weird close-up shot of her when she says that, where she's very wet. Like her hair is. But the rest wet. of the scene, she is perfectly quaffed, like blowout. And when she electrocutes Giggles, his implements are very close to her at the back of the room. So she's walking away from them. She wouldn't have been able to reach them if he attacked yeah. her. Yeah. But it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, he escaped a mental hospital somehow. Mm -hmm. So. And then he breaks the fourth wall and he looks at us and he says, Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> and then he dies. He's dead. And she does the normal thing. Well, I guess her heart's still fucked up. Yeah. So she just goes into the fetal position and cries on the floor. <laughs> Sort of sitting in a sitting fetal position. Sometime later, she's recovering. Mm -hmm. Her dad's still alive. Oh my god! Max comes and visits. He's got a broken arm. Yeah. Somehow. Um, and that's the end. Uh oh! When she and Max kiss, we see her heart rate go up. Because they're smooching. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of this movie? I think Erica did a fantastic job. Have you seen this before? We've watched this once. At least once, right? Yeah. Once, I think. I don't know. A very fun, goofy movie. Uh, there was a lot of, like, throwaway stuff that you could tell. Like, there's a scene where he's going to kill the neighbor after he gave her that pill. And we get yeah. the, like, inside the mouth point of view. Yeah, where they created a giant fake mouth to do that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like, a lot of stuff like that, which they really should have reused for the thermometer bit. Also... So can I just say, the only one who gets out of this 100% scot-free mm -hmm. is Normie. Wow. More power to you, Normie. Yeah, Wherever you she are. Full, she'd never even met the doctor. She lived... Her best friend is dead, too. Or girlfriend. Was there sexual mm -hmm. chemistry between the two of them, perhaps? Good point. So, I don't know. We'll have to leave it for Dr. Giggles 2 to resolve. <laughs> uh yeah no no no. I, I like it i think it's i think it's fun mm -hmm. um it's not very good to be honest and it doesn't really meet a lot of things that uh i like in a slasher movie there's not a lot going on it's you know? just he's he's coming to kill yeah there's no supernatural elements other than like comedic narrative imperative, i think it could I have guess. been better i think there's like a lot of ideas were good. It was just like, I don't know. I think it was pretty clear that the main, a lot of it seemed to be, how can we kill people with medical equipment? Mm -hmm. How can we make medical-based puns? Well, yeah. And then how can we oh, reverse sure. engineer the rest of it? <laughs> just like the mom dying of surgery to explain her fear of surgery, her having a heart problem to get them, like, very convenient stuff. Mm -hmm. Why would he go to her house first? I guess because it's down the street. Yeah, everything's on that one street, man. Mm -hmm. um, so Six Degrees of Jamie Lee yeah. for this. Holly Marie Combs was in Walls of Glass with Philip Bosco, who is in Blue Steel with mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis. The one and only. I don't have very much about this movie, to be perfectly honest what? with you. I know I'm very... It's been two weeks in a row where I don't have too much to talk about. But I know we have an episode coming up in the ether mm -hmm. that I actually have quite a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you've done so a deep good. dive on that one. Uh, so Dr. Giggles was originally conceived as something a lot different. Okay. It was called Mr. Giggles, and the writer, Graham uh, Whiffler, eventually ended up making that into uh, a separate movie in 2005 called Neighborhood Watch, which is about a couple who move into a new town... 
um, and their neighbor is like a kooky guy who's really into self-mutilation and he loves poison. Fun. Yeah. That sounds great. pretty cool. Yeah. So for Dr. Giggles, they only really kept the name and the idea that surgery was involved. And it was largely because they wanted this to be something that could turn into a franchise, which obviously it didn't. Not yet. Well, it seems very short-sighted for them, right? Because this was like 1992 and the slasher craze was very much like a dead horse that they were beating at this point. Um. Yeah, and that's really the most interesting thing, other than, like, the actors who were auditioned or considered. Oh, tell me. So, other actors considered for the lead, Mr. Giggles, uh, were Matt Frewer, who is the actor who played Max Headroom, (laughs) and he was in a bunch of other stuff, too. He still acts to this day. And Ted Danson. Whoa. Which would have been wild. That would have been so good. (laughs) Can you imagine? And Jennifer Aniston and Ashley Judd both auditioned for the role of Jennifer. Oh, fuck, man. A Jennifer Aniston-Ted Danson combo would have been (laughs) unbeatable. A good follow-up to Leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Scream queen Jennifer Aniston. Wow. I'm actually shocked at that. (laughs) Ted Danson. Could you imagine? That would be... Like Michael from The Good Place. Yeah, I was gonna say he's fucking killing it on that show. So uh The guy from Cheers, Mr. Three Men and a Baby himself, Mr. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Mr. The Baby. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. This has been episode sixty-six. Um of Whoa. Definitely First Blood. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Definitely First Blood. Twitter at Def First Blood. Or you can email us, definitelyfirstblood at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I think we'll have an episode next week, mm-hmm. but that's not for sure because uh, my dear pal Mitch here has got a, another new job. Yeah. So he's going to be getting used to that, and I just don't know if we'll have like time to record, which is fine. It's totally cool. You guys can take a week off without us. And... Uh, maybe I'll do like a just Christopher episode, Ooh. which I know everyone would love because I'm sure that I'm the most popular personality because of my charming spirit and not at all nails on a chalkboard sounding voice. Hey man, better than my f- flat as a board, minimal inflection. Are you talking about me. your breasts? Oh. Yeah. Well, both. Anyway, both. thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it and we thank will you. see you next time. Bye. Bye.